Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I'm Alexander. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to talk about... Um, today. Today we're going to talk about what we'd like to see in in another in the next Batman movie. Andor trilogy. Yes. Um. So who so so, uh, so who so so who should go first? Do you think? Because we both got ideas typed up. I think you should. Okay. I think you should. You seem to have a lot more going for you. Yeah, yours is is very um. Yeah, because your ideas are kind of um loose, whereas mine are more specific. So yeah. yeah, so mine I, doesn't have a title, but it would be set ten years after after the Dark Knight Rises. Um, now, Zach, do you know who uh, Victor Zaz is? Of course, um, he is a serial killer found in Arkham. First time I saw him was in the Batman Arkham Asylum game. Okay. And usually, for every one of his victims, he will call himself Marking. I think that's how it is. I don't know much about him. He's not yeah. That famous of his group. That's pretty much it. And also, he positions his victims in a lifelike pose. So, yeah. So, I was thinking, so, you know how The Dark Knight's a crime drama in the Batman, Batman universe? Yep. Well, this is a slash movie in the Batman universe. What's not to like? Um. Let's see. So... Okay, so 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 uh, so remember in Dark Knight Dark in Dark Knight Rises, uh, John Blake, the cop. Yeah, Robin. Robin, yeah. So he's the new Batman, but he has a Nightwing esque costume. Not sure what that would look like, honestly, but he's been like that since Dark Knight Rises. Um, and Wayne Wayne Enterprises has been out of business since Rises, and Lucius Fox has kept the unused. Wayne Enterprises R and D tech in the Bat Bunker from the Dark Knight. So we, you know how, how Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises start off with a uh, with an intro scene that introduces the villain. Yep. Yep. I do. Yeah. So this has that. Zaz is in one of the more secure parts of Arkham inside a steel containment unit for sixteen hours a day. I took that from Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, a fire is started near Arkham one night by Firefly, uh, a.k.a. Garfield Lins. Do you know who Firefly is? Yep, I do. Yep. I'm an Arkham Origins, that's where I knew him from. Yep, uh, Jetpack Guy, Flamethrower, yep. Um, so the fire spreads throughout Arkham, and Firefly's Jetpack gets shot down. He crashes into the container Zaz is in. Firefly dies due to the impact of the landing, and Zaz escapes. The next day, John Blake is watching last night's news with Vicky Vale reporting. She's talking about the now destroyed Arkham Asylum, and Blake gets a call from Commissioner Gordon about a murder in Uptown Gotham. I, I have a question. Yeah. He is known, they call him Robin, but which Robin? I think it's a, I think it's a new non-canon Robin. Um, are we talking like Dick Grayson, who was Nightwing? I don't remember if they like call him Dick Grayson or anything, or Jason Todd, or his name is John Blake. This is a new, this is a different Robin. This is a brand new Robin that Nolan came up with. Okay, yeah, Robin, because like Robin's his birth name, John is his nickname, or maybe it's his middle name. I'm not sure. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's his middle name. Anyway, so at the murder scene, Vicky Vicky Veal's corpse is found in the streets. Her throat slit, being positioned so she's sitting on the ground against the wall. Gordon says he had a case 27 years earlier before Batman begins, in which the victims had their throats slit and positioned in lifelike poses. The killer was Victor Zaz, who was sent to Arkham seven years before Batman begins. Do you know why I picked 27 years, by the way? Okay, well, um, well, it's certainly not because of the book It. Pennywise is not in this at all. <laughs> but no, no, no. So, um, so um, because Detective Comics number 27 was the first comic to feature Batman. Um, between Batman Begins and Dark Knight, it's about two years. Between Dark Knight and Rises, is eight years. Between Rises and this film, is ten. And then between Zaz's murders... And Batman begins in seven years, therefore, seven plus two plus eight plus ten is twenty-seven. Therefore, so yeah, uh, we got a montage. What? What? Fun fact. Hmm. Batman is based on Zorro. I think I might have known that. Yeah, that is interesting. And didn't they have some Zorro. of? The, didn't they say in one of the versions of um, showing showing his parents murder? Didn't they have him? Um, didn't they have him um, be exiting the movie theater of the Mask of Zorro or something? I don't know about that, but I think you and Zorro was like the first superhero in the comic. I don't, I'm not positive on that. Maybe. But I know when, yeah, I know in Batman year one, he was, he had watched the Mask of Zorro and he wanted to leave. So, yeah. Or maybe he just, maybe the movie was over or something. I don't know. So then we got a montage. Blake is looking over the files on Zaz that the, that the cops have. And after that, he goes to Lucius Fox, who's in, who's in retirement. By the way, let's see how old Morgan Freeman is. Morgan Freeman is 83 years old. So, makes sense. Um, even though he'd probably never want to be in this movie because... I don't know. Probably too old for it. I don't know. Um, but Fox takes him to the back and bunk the bat bunker and gives him you know that the sonar the sonar device in Dark Knight in from Dark Knight. Zach? Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So um when they destroyed that technology because it was too much power for Well they they destroyed the big one, but they never showed the small one getting destroyed. Like the cell phone looking thing? Yeah. Yeah. So Fox upgraded it so that once plugged into a computer over USB, it can search for citizens using their name attached to their cell phone plan and location of the cell phone. Zaz does not have a phone, but this is, this, this will still tie in later. So uh, Zaz's next target is, do you know who Jean-Paul Valley is? Um, it's Azrael. I just know him as Azrael. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's like... Yeah, so he basically um, kills Azrael, who's, who's practicing his fencing moves in an alleyway. They have a sword-knife fight, but uh, Azrael is killed and impaled on his own sword, and his corpse is positioned by Zez in a... Sep- in a sep- is it seppuku or seppuku? Uh, a stance similar to... What? Question, is this 
before he becomes Asriel, like in my comic? Uh, I would assume that before he gets ninja training. This is just he's just normal John Paul Valley, I guess. He hasn't gotten to training so yet. He's, he's learned, so when you're set up, he's learning the, some basic arts of sword fighting and martial arts. Yeah, pretty much. And he, he gets he's just he's a newbie. Pretty much, and he dies for it because you know you gotta have victims in a slasher. Uh, so Blake and Gordon visit. Okay, I just wanted. Yeah. I just wanted to know. So yeah, he's positioned by his ass in a in a seppuku esque stance. Um, which is, you know, impale it on your, on your sword or whatever. Um, yep. Yep. So Blake and Gordon visit the crime scene and that night Blake as Nightwing goes to the Narrows because, so you know who Carmine Falcone is, right? The crime boss. I somewhat remember. Yeah. He's like the mafia guy. He's, he was in the long Halloween. Died in the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, no, no, no. He went to prison with the rest of the mob. I think. Now let's uh, continue on while I search this. Okay. Dark. Yeah. But um, but no, he doesn't find Falcone. He finds Salvatore Moroni, who is Falcone's replacement for in from the Dark Knight. Um. The, now, um. You know how in um, how the Dent Act allowed basically everyone to go to jail. Yeah. Well, um, and then Bane kind of reversed that. A little bit, yeah. So, um, um, so, um, what is the name of the guy you're using? Um. Oh. Um. What? What guy? The protagonist? Um, no, not that. The crime board. Um, um, so, Salvatore, so, like, spelled, like, Salvatore, like, T-O-R-E at the end? Yeah. And then Moroni. Yeah. Like, so, A-R... implied he died in Dark Knight. Well, yes, but actually, no. He was in the car at Two-Face... Okay, so, he was in the car when Two-Face killed the driver of in the Dark Knight. But in this movie, yep. it's assumed that Murray survived the crash because they show his driver dying and they never show the crash. They never show him dying either. Okay. So anyway, so he surprises Maroney and he's he interrogates him about Zaz because Zaz wor- used to work for Maroney. Maroney tells Blake slash Nightwing, that Zaz would only kill a target if he was given the choice of two or more targets. Because Zaz never kills a person, uh, he never kills a particular person in mind. Yeah, he, he'll, he, kills that, he kills at random. So Blake tells him to find Zaz and tell him to kill either Peter Foley, who is Gordon's second-in-command from, from Rises, or to kill Lucius Fox. Um, do, you remember, do you remember who uh, Foley is? Yeah, I think I do. He, no, that's the mayor I'm thinking of. No, I don't remember. He, he, he's the blonde cop. The guy who leads the charge against Bane. Oh, yeah, him. I, I know you talk about. 
Yeah, so uh, as you may have noticed, I'm taking minor characters and giving them, having them either die or whatever. Um, I thought he died. Um, did he? I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. See if he did. Because <laughs> if if he died, this story would be this story would be done halfway through. But um, in the comics, uh, Zaz worked for Fal- for Falcone instead of Maroni. But Falcone went to Blackgate during Dark Knight. So and Zaz was in Arkham at the time, so he couldn't have he couldn't have known that Falcone was in prison. So he must he must have worked for Maroni instead. It's it's kind of probably hard hard to understand over audio, but bear with me. Uh, should should I continue? Yeah, yeah. So Blake calls Gordon and tells him what Maroney has said, um, as well as to keep an eye on Fox while he goes to protect Foley. Um, remember in the Dark Knight, the Joker um, has uh, the Joker has um, Harvey and Rachel both tied up in different places. Yep. It's that it's that kind of vibe, um, except with a slightly better outcome. Um, so Zaz chooses to kill Foley, who is in his apartment. Uh, Foley shoots and wounds Zaz. And as Zaz lips him over the Foley and Foley fires his pistol, Zaz slashes at Foley's neck right after Foley has to reload. Um, so his gun had a ha- So I'm going to get into some specifics here. Um, his pistol had a half full magazine with six bullets at the time that can hold 12 total. Foley missed half his shots due to Zaz being from a distance at first. Three of the shots hit Zaz, two on his legs and one arm. Um, Blake Nightwing arrives just as Foley dies. Zaz charges at Blake with a knife. Blake deflects it with his gauntlets. Blake disarms Zaz quickly and Zaz is taken by the police to Blackgate, which has been repaired since Rises, by the way. At Foley's funeral, Gordon has an emotional scene at his grave. And Zaz is given the death penalty. Zaz's last request is, is, is that his sword is slit vertically right after he dies, so he can die while continuing the act of marking himself with the tally marks of people he has killed. What do you think of that? It sounds good. Yeah. There's a few plot holes, like Foley did die in Rises. Oh, he did? Shit. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm not done. There's one final scene. Um, and honestly, I think it's, I think it's a actually a pretty cool scene if I do say so myself. So Arkham Asylum has been rebuilt years later and an unseen patient whose voice is very similar, eerily similar to Heath Ledger's Joker asks a psychologist. He wants to know how we got these scars pan over from a blank wall past a plexiglass barrier across the room to a bald man in a lab coat. Now, can you guess who this man and who the man in the lab coat is? Oh, sweet Jesus! <laughs> One of my favorite names, um, Doctor Hugo Strange. I can't. I'm blanking on the name. Is it Hugo Strange? Hugo Strange. That's it. One of my favorite games of all time, Arkham City. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what his name tag says, and then there's no post credit scene. So how's that for a story? Yeah, how's that? 
listeners on this, I, I wake up to go to work at 7 a.m. So I'm a tired. Yeah, that makes sense. And I have massive sunburns on my legs. Hard to sleep at night. Right. So the, the Okay. But so that was one idea. The other one, which is a very, very short idea. Um, remember who, um, so you know how in the dark night there was that guy who knew Batman's identity and the Joker wanted him killed. Nope. So that was Coleman Reese. Uh, and there was a theory that he was going to be the Riddler because Mr. Reese and Mr. Reese sound very similar. That's the actual yeah. theory, but Hey, the Riddler is Enigma. So, um, so what's your idea, Zach? If you're saying Nightwing, since we generally don't... Oh, give me a minute. Scratch and mosquito bite. Okay, so I was just going to give you some advice on the costume of it. I was thinking like um, like Nightwing's garb on it. Maybe with like Red Robin's cape and also make... Yeah, or and make his like Nightwing symbol red. And then kind of have like a red hood mask on him, kind of incorporating the three most famous Robins. So you want him to be a combination of Batman Beyond Batman and Red Hood? No, just his look. That's that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... My ideas is... Wait, Zach, Zach, Zach. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you for a second, just letting you know. Um, you can record up to 30 minutes in your web browser. If you want to record for longer, you can use any app on your computer and then upload the file. So, yeah, we're 17 minutes in, so I might have to switch. I might have to stop you at some point. Okay, go on. Okay, so my idea was of is a trilogy mainly sent on Jason Todd and him going into being the Red Hood. So movie one is Vaz is the main villain. Mm-hmm. And there's a side villain, Clayface, and it's meant to be more of a psychological spy thriller. How are Zaz and Clayface going to make it a spy thriller? Because you have the same killings happening at the same time in different places. Oh. Because Clayface can mold into any shape. And then you have that is in one spot of the city at it was nine, let's just have a random time, 9 p.m. Then he's in the other side of the city at 9.02. Hmm. So damn near impossible for him to get there. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, just does it random killings. And Clayface, if I remember correctly, is hired by Black Mask. Now, Black Mask in the comics is a mob boss, but he's also an extreme dick. Hmm. He's a horrible person. Okay. Well, he's a villain. So he has like, a, yeah, he's like a minor side note here. Clayface is kind of like the sub-villain and that the main villain of the story. Okay. So through these, so through this adventure, Batman does a lot of spy detective work, taking in, you know, ideas from the Batman Arkham games, and a lot of chasing smart 
thrillers, smart spy scenes. But I would also like to show the life of Bruce Wayne and on how society can be affected by these brutal killings. And how that seems to be in this same place at the same time, different places at the same time, making it like somewhat of a supernatural-esque theme Hmm. for a little bit. Because everyone thinks like, is the who is he? How is he doing this? No one knows that. He's just starting out. Mm-hmm. When 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 would this be a set? Like how 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 after how far after he became Batman? Batman, I'd say like I'd say like um, year one will take inspiration. We'll just take that name, just year one, like his first year. Yeah. Like after his first year, it's like kind of like Batman Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. After his first year, that's when that started. Okay. And I'm thinking of when Batman is investigating all these crime scenes, that he will find Jason Todd in an alley, reminiscing to the comics where he found him in an alley. And to loop around to why Black Mask is. And hired Clayface to do this is what I have it is he would want to control the city through fear and crime. Then and try to cause chaos. Uh, question: Why don't you use Scarecrow? And that's been done. I think Black Mask is because I'm trying to have like a trilogy. Mm-hmm. The Black Mask plays a more important villain in movie two. He's kind of the main center there. Okay. He plays a lot more well, he's kind of more hinted at in hiring Clayface to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So he kind of wants to control the city through like pandemonium and have like police force focus on Zaz and try to catch him instead of his dealings with like arms, drugs, prostitution, mm-hmm. all that. But but what if um but what if the cops focus focus on oh wait never mind I was gonna say what if the what if the cops focus on Black Mask instead but he's not doing killings so he's not he's never mind. he's doing like underworld stuff yeah and and maybe to have this movie I could hint at like some form of corruption through Gotham City okay. and why you know Black Mask can still get away with this so easily throughout these killings. Like, he's got his hand in the government's pocket. Huh. Well, he's in the government's pocket, I should say. Hmm. And I think after months down the line, after Bruce finds Jason, is through the Batcave, we see Jason Todd, you know, young kid in his Robin outfit. And they're still trying to track Zaz and Clayface. I think throughout this point, you know, Bruce has figured out that Zaz is not supernatural. Mm -hmm. And that Clayface is also part of this. But in the the Batcave, we see another Robin suit kind of worn, tattered down. And then have like, um, like, how can can I tease Dick Grayson with this? I think I have like some form of like N on it. Hmm. Or like the Nightwing 
But this is Jason Todd, not 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 Dick Grayson. Just teasing Dick Grayson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or I would have it that you know Dick calls in, if, but we don't actually see him. We just hear Alfred say like, "Oh, Master Wayne, that was just Master Grayson mm-hmm. in Bloodhaven." Okay. So throughout the Bruce and Jason track clay face, take him down. And then through this, we can kind of see some of the brutality that Jason is known for. Because you don't know with Zaz or Clayface at this point. Not truly, just that theory and a hunch. Mm-hmm. And so you have like a more supernatural fight against Clayface. And then Bruce seeing this, he kind of like benches Jason at the Batcave and then goes take Zaz down. And then throughout this, and then we'll have a post credit scene teasing Black Mask. Is Black Mask will be like, okay, I need a new distraction. And then you hear a laugh coming and a door open, and that's the end of the movie. Nice. By the way, by, by the way, by the way, um, we got five, five minutes before um, before I need to like start a new recording, but uh, keep going. Now in movie two, this all, all three of these movies take heavy inspiration through the Batman under the Red Hood animated movie, especially movie two and three mm-hmm. throughout my trilogy. Now throughout this, we see Dick Grayson has been like, you know, four or five years after movie one. So throughout this, we see Dick Grayson's like a teenager at this point. Okay. Uh, how many years? How, how many? How many years later is this? Set? It's about like five years after that. He's like ten when he started crime fighting. Now he's more like fifteen. Okay. It's like fifteen, sixteen. I think that's what I put him as. Mm-hmm. And throughout this, we'll, we'll have like a truck chase scene happening with you know Bruce and Jason going after it and then the truck tips over flips and then you see Amazo pop pop up okay do you know what um, what an Amazo is no copies superhumans okay so then you know we have laser beams hinting Superman fast speed hinting Flash and have super strength, you know, hinting Superman. Uh, w- 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 would this trilogy um, hint at other superheroes um, in the, at the end of it? At the end of the trilogy? I think it would hint at Justice League. Okay. okay. And then, you know, we have Fire Blast from Lee Mazo hinting Starfire. Mm-hmm. I'm hinting Teen Titans and Justice League. Mm-hmm. And so Jason and Bruce take the maze up down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was Black Mass that got that there. Okay. And so throughout this point, Joker dealings and Black Mass dealings are kind of iffy. So there's a Joker gang and a Black Mass gang. So there's a little bit of a gang war going on. Did, did that take inspiration from No Man's Land? Uh, I don't know. I don't 
No Man's Land is where there's different gangs controlling different parts of the city. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And so, but they they still have some dealings with one another. Like, you'll still hire the gang, but also it's, like, very it. Hmm. And it teases that he was going to use the Mazo to take, Black Mass was going to use the Mazo to take control of the city. Hmm. And so we still have, you know, Joker doing Joker things and Black Mass doing Black Mass things. And throughout this point, we see Jason's, like, general decline on being more of, like, an armed thug. Hmm. Until he almost brutally kills a man. Hmm. And then he is benched there, but then, you know, goes out of his own to save Bruce being kidnapped by Joker. Mm-hmm. But then actually it was tricked so that way Jason would get there. And Black Mass was dealing with Batman. He was dealing with Bruce. Yeah. And so Joker kills Bruce. Okay. Bruce gets close to killing Joke level, but he doesn't kill him. He, like, stops himself at that edge, showing that he is not that much more different than Jason. Hmm. Because they both came out of a life of crime. His parents were shot. We all know the scene. And Jason is literally, he was a crime boy. Hmm. And so, you know, both Joker and Black Mask are taken down throughout this movie. Yep. And then we get a post credit scene afterwards of kind of a funeral for Jason. And then we see uh, a figure who is a Richie type, looks like East European and has like, a not a cloak, like a fancy jacket over him with ninjas around him around Jason's casket. And yeah. that's the end of that movie. And and is the and are, and is um and is the European guy is that Raz Razagul? Yep. Razagul. I'm yeah. teasing I'm teasing like a fashion. Yeah. So so movie movie three? Movie three is Razagul and the League of Assassins play a minor role. But they resurrect Jason. Mm-hmm. Now, Jason will, there's still crime lords going around, not Joker, Black Mask level, or Israel, but there's still crime and crime lords going around in Gotham. So, before that there, this is where my inspirations of the Under the Red Hood movie comes in, is where he tries to take control of the crime and the crime lords. He basically becomes a new black mask. Huh. Except to eliminate crime. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know much about that story arc, so... Okay. But Nightwing will also come in with Bruce to help identify who's Red Hood or not. Hmm. But then, you know, gets injured and booted off there. And I also have it here that Hush plays a minor role in games. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like frame Bruce that he has criminal dealings, oh. but then gets killed by Red Hood. So it teases that okay. Okay. Red Hood knows Bruce and that it's connected to 
and black mask will play a role because, you know, in movie two, he has dealings with the Joker, so I said enough that he had some connection with Jason's death, so no, he'll try to hunt down Joker and black mask for revenge. Is that based off anything in the comics? No, not really. But also, you know, Black Mask is rich and wealthy. Joker's not really rich and wealthy, so mm-hmm. Black Mask is you is putting him that he's imprisoned is loose. He's like living in a cottage. He's just under house arrest. Hmm. He still has some control over his gang, but he's not like total control over Gotham. Mm-hmm. As he was. And now he's losing control with the Red Hood because more of the gangs are leaning towards him. So he has the fearsome task of or go kill Red Hood and that's when Bruce and Red Hood team up to take them down. One of them gets killed by Jason and then is revealed that Bruce will find out who Red Hood is. Mm-hmm. And then Jason will Kidnap the Joker. Wait, so, wait, wait. So does the does the audience know who who Red Hood is? Like, like, is it revealed? I, think I was gonna have it for I was gonna have it for a while that you know he's kind of like this back figure. You don't really see him. Hmm. You don't really see him. He kind of like distorts his voice too. Not throughout. We know who he is by. I'd say he kill, he kills Hush, so probably after he kills Hush, so we don't know who is who until Hush is, not even until Hush is dead. Mm-hmm. But I think where I have him be revealed is where Black Mask name drops him, and the first time we see him is team up with Batman. Okay. That's like the first fight we see him in. I don't know, he's kind of like shooting in the shadows, kind of like being an assassin. Yep. And so, and then the first time the um, the city, Gotham City, sees him is where he's such choke. Joker will inevitably get free because Black Mask has lost his four. So then he frees Joker. And so Joker is freed cause chaos and then he does such joker things and Red Hood kidnaps him to lead Bruce in to fight him for a final battle okay and then throughout this point you know if they fight they get closer they realize they made bad decisions in their lives they're not so different um he's where, where so by they do you mean Batman and Black Mask Jason Todd and Black Man? Bruce and Jason. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Throughout the fight, but, you know, Bruce will win, but then, you know, Jason has, he set up, like, a little booby trap area where, you know, there's mines there, and he wants Bruce to kill Joker to, like, avenge his death. Mm-hmm. Because Bruce was the only thing of family that Jason had and the only thing of a father he had. And so throughout this, Bruce will not do that and also disarms Jason 
explosives. Joker's still there. Jason's still there. And Bat Bruce is still there when the explosion happens, but the only one we see get out of it is Bruce. Uh, okay. And I think in we have like a little bit of a news flash on like Alfred being like, Do you want me to keep his Robin costume? And he's like, This doesn't change anything hmm. of my of what I feel for Jason. It doesn't change anything. Okay. It's all fun. Yep. And that's how it ends. I don't know if I would tease League of Assassins or Justice League or anything like that. I mean I I mean I think that um I think um that if this was a real trill a real trilogy that um that um that the director would just be like have it kind of be up in the air let's see if other directors want to continue want to continue his story or not, or not you know I was thinking that I was thinking that you know Red Hood is presumed dead or alive that he could create like Red Hood and the Outlaws and we tease Dick Grayson and Starfire so we got Teen Titans we mm-hmm. tease Justice League yeah so you've teased three one major team yeah one team that is kind of major Teen Titans and then you have one kind of like sub of team Red Hood and the Outlaws so you tease like three big teams yeah, into creative universe. I mean, if I was if I was making uh, this trilogy, I'd probably be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make these three. If anyone wants to continue it, can go ahead. I, I don't I don't care as long as it's still somewhat faithful, you know." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have it be like, "You want to create a cinematic universe out of it? We'll go ahead. Just make sure it's consistent." Yeah. I have laid the groundwork for you. Yeah. The fair problem. Yeah. Uh, check in it. Check in it uh, after every. Check in after every script is every script is written, and I'll and I'll approve or disapprove it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. So that, that so that's about um. That's about all we've got for uh, this topic. Um. Do you, do you want me to do you want me to uh, stop record, recording now? Yeah. Okay. Hey everyone, if you if you like this episode, check out our Twitter at CineGamingCast. That's C I N E G A M I N G C A S T. Thank you.